I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. You listen to Room 104 uh, 0876797104 and if you are WhatsApping in in the next few moments let us know what your thoughts are on Marmite The most disgusting thing that ever survived As I said I've never had Marmite ever before in my life I just feel as if I should hate it and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing you know I could be I could love this food No it's kind of a granny and granddad thing to get It's not really something young people buy. Yeah. So listen, let us know what your thoughts are on Marmite. Are you pro or anti-Marmite? Let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp in. The reason being is that Marmite have teamed up with somebody to try and change your mind on the actual food itself. Literally They're going to make you like it. They're going to make you like it. They're going to change your unconscious negative associations with it so that when you think of Marmite and see it, you feel unbelievably good and love the taste of it. To do that, they have hired the services of Rory Fulcher, who is in fact a hypnotist. Rory, sir, how are you? Hi, I am great, thanks. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Now, I know you train hypnotherapists, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I, train, I train hypnotherapists. I also train um, stage hypnotists as well. So yeah, I do, do lots and lots of hypnosis training. That's interesting because I know the difference between hypnotherapy is obviously the clinical application of it and then hypnosis and the stage hypnosis is like you do it in Benidorm or you do it in the holidays and you get a load of people up and you're like, ah, oh, so she thinks she's a chicken for the next 10 minutes. One thing that I've always wondered is with stage hypnotism, do people actually, like, is it real for want of a better word? I know I've heard some stories where people have gone up and I've just played along because the mm. dude has been like, listen, just play along, you're in a pub, don't worry about it, it'll be fine, it'll be a bit of crack. But do some people actually drop into a trance, think that they're something that they're not and then completely forget everything that happened? I mean, the, the forgetting part doesn't always happen. That's something we mean naturally people have um, you know, different, different abilities with their memory. So some people are able to remember and others not so much. Um, but it's down to the person, basically. You know, not, not everyone can be hypnotized or, or is as suggestible as everyone else. So some people are more suggestible, others less. And as a stage hypnotist, specifically, we tend to look for people who are really suggestible, who, who will accept suggestion. And, you know, for those people, like you said, some, some people kind of go and they, they think they're playing along there. Maybe slightly suggestible, but not as suggestible mm. as the people who will actually just go, you know, <laughs> just, just do it without thinking about it. Now, I did it once. I went to a hypnotherapist because I thought I was dying. So I went to this phase of being, I think I was just a little bit unsure of who I was and what was going on in my a head. doctor, seriously, you should go to, right? Not a I, went, I went to lots of doctors and they were like, look, you're just anxious. You just need to maybe go uh, do some mindfulness stuff. Yeah. Did that, didn't work. So I was like, I'm going to get a hypnotherapist to put me to sleep. I'm going to wake up and I'll be grand. So I presumed I was going to turn up to the office and he was going to just do some weird thing and I was going to Take a magic wand and go, and yeah. you're done, well done. But he was doing all this stuff. I feel like I've one of these like really strong minds where I just, even if I drink 
a lot of orange juice you know what I'm talking about it's fizzy drinks yeah, yeah. yeah responsibilities I'm very okay I can like I know exactly what's happening all the time so he was asking me to look at this white thing spinning around and I didn't know what he was talking about and afterwards he was like now do you feel much better and I was like yes I left being like that was the biggest waste of my time <laughs> So maybe he was a con artist, I don't know, but do you put people to sleep? No, no, we, we, well, we're hypnotists. Some people can go to sleep during hypnosis because it's quite a relaxing thing. However, hypnosis is actually more like meditation. It's a natural kind of mind state that we go through every day. You know, if you go for like if you're driving a long journey um, and you kind of you, you snap back to reality and go, "Wow, I've been driving for the last ten minutes. I wasn't actually paying attention to what I was doing." That's kind of the same brainwave state as hypnosis. So we don't put people to sleep. However, again, with with your experience, you know that there are some hypnotherapists out there who aren't necessarily as well trained as others uh, because there's not that you know there's not a strict legislation across the board for it currently. So yeah, some, some hypnotherapists out there aren't necessarily as well trained as others, so that's something to be aware of. <laughs> but, but Rory, I know I've heard of stories, and maybe you can sh- shine a light on whether these are true or not. Do some people use hypnosis or hypnotherapy for pain control? Sure, yeah, it's, it's widely used actually for pain control. Um, and I think it was, uh, don't quote me on this, I think it was the APA, the American Psychological Association. Um, yeah, the APA, they um, did a study, and I, I think it's about 80% of people with pain achieved a significant um, amount of pain reduction with hypnosis. So it is really highly effective. You know, I, I've done um, little, little tests myself. One of, one of my colleagues, I uh, stuck a, a piercing needle through the back of her hand using hypnosis, and she felt absolutely nothing. And I actually stopped her from bleeding when I took the needle out as well using, using the, the power of hypnosis so it, it does definitely work but like I said um, different people can be uh, you know have different levels of suggestibility so not everyone is necessarily as suggestible as the next person yeah because I heard one story about I think there was a very famous Irish hypnotherapist who treated one or two people who were allergic to anesthetic there you go sorry allergic to anesthetic and they had like operations not under general anesthetic but they had uh, they were cut open under hypnosis to manage the pain I've I've done that for a couple of people as well it's been highly successful and it's for people who who were literally as you said allergic to anesthetic so luckily those people were very good hypnotic subjects because if they weren't it wouldn't necessarily have been much of a pleasure that would have been an interesting lawsuit there if if you didn't actually <laughs> I'm you're gonna speechless. have to. You're gonna have to describe that. So, what exactly were they getting done, and how did you do do it? What did you do? Uh, one of them was uh, for a, a tooth surgery, actually, um, and, and having some serious dental work done. And yeah, again, it, it's just that there are many different approaches that you can use in order to help people with pain management. It, it's something we can naturally do ourselves without hypnosis. You know, some people are better at it than others. But you know, maybe you've like stubbed your toe, or you've you know, got a paper cut, and you haven't realised until you actually thought about it and then you're like oh my god there's pain <laughs> where did that come yeah. from you know we can kind of do that the opposite way as well so it, it's definitely something the human mind is able to do if, if you're you know suggestible enough to accept those suggestions and are you saying that they can feel no pain during that time or it will depend on the person again okay. some people feel absolutely nothing as if they've had a proper chemical anaesthetic other people have what's what's known as analgesia rather than anesthesia so a reduction of pain and a reduction of sensation but it, it really is a kind of case by case thing so were you in in the dental surgery with them just before they were about to get it done or did they do this beforehand it was a it was a pre-set up thing generally um people don't let hypnotists in um, when <laughs> in sterilized conditions i don't know why um <laughs> but no, we we pre-set it up and uh, gave gave them recordings to take in with them so they could listen to it um you know to to, to reactivate those suggestions while oh. they're actually there having that stuff done 
Oh, that's amazing. That's incredible. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm I'm obviously amazed by this, and I'm like, wow. Imagine like going the natural route and getting uh, no yeah. anaesthetic when you're going for an operation. But I'm more concerned about the fact that could you actually have me enjoy eating a Terry's chocolate orange or a Bounty bar? Well, we don't hate bounties. You hate bounties. No, I hate bounties. Well, that's but yeah, Marmite as well, obviously, but they're the two that I cannot cope with in life. I couldn't yeah, I eat mean, them if they were it, the last food on earth. It depends if it's something that you actually want to do. You know, and it's the same. It's kind of what we're, we're telling people who are applying to come along for that Marmite experience is if you want to like it, then that's something that we can, can work with you on. You know, if you're open to that change, if you think, well, I really don't like that and there's no way that I ever want to like it, no one's going to make me, then it's not going to work. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I say, uh, <laughs> hypnosis isn't mind control. I can't make people, no, no hypnotist can make people do something that they don't want to do. Um, so it is a collaborative process and it needs to be, you know, both of you working towards a goal rather than you being reprogrammed, as it were. Yeah, so if you've just tuned in, Rory, is a trainer of hypnotists you know very very highly skilled hypnotist and he's teaming up with Marmite to run I think it's a very very cool interesting experiment to see if people who might necessarily like it at the moment can be hypnotised and retrained to like Marmite so if somebody applies uh, how many people get selected for this kind of programme for the Marmite programme I mean they're they're, they're still advertising it and they're just calling as many people as possible to do it and I think they're going to whittle it down to around five participants overall actually and so those five participants, I'm going to come down to London. We're going to do the, the hypnosis process, watch the, that video that you've been seeing clips of online as well. And then we'll get them to eat some Marmite and enjoy it. The end goal is for them to go into this experiment going, I don't like it at all. And then yep. they can either A, tolerate it or B, actually enjoy it. Yeah. And that's something they don't have to stay like that afterwards either. You know, it's something that if they want to try it just for there, then they can go away with their, you know, their old beliefs and their old tastes still intact. But if it's something that they think, oh, okay, well, I might as well just keep this, then they're fully able to do that as well. So what's the process then? Are you bringing in a jar of Marmite, showing it to them first? Like, what way does it work? With hypnosis and with, with hypnotherapy, you know, kind of this, this is kind of, you know, the way, the way that I do it, there's kind of a crossover between the therapy side of things and the entertainment side of things, because I do both. So some of the suggestions that I'll be giving them are to do with, you know, thinking back to times in the past where they've experienced Marmite or changing their beliefs about Marmite. And it pretty much, you know, there, there is the, the majority of the process is done with eyes closed. And, we, you know, I don't need to get them to kind of watch the watch or look into my eyes or you know, anything like that. It's mainly that they that can hear what I'm saying and they can accept those suggestions. And that, that's pretty much all it comes down to. I will generally talk them down into a nice, relaxed, focused state. And then when they're there and they can they, they demonstrate to me that they are in hypnosis, at that point I will use various different techniques and suggestions in order to make that change happen. Do you know what i do, right? I would, I would start off, and you can use this, feel free if you want to use this yourself now, Rory. I know I'm not a master <laughs> hyp- hypnotist here and a trainer, but what you could do is, let's say you had a load of empty jars of Marmite, but then you just fill them with chocolate. Oh, that's a very good so idea. So you're just nudging them into just eating out of something that, you know, it's Marmite, but they like what's in it, and you can train them that way, and then a little bit later on, you can, you know, nudge them into just having actual Marmite. Maybe they won't be as hostile towards it. They'd probably be traumatised, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that works That works really well until they um, actually taste it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good on paper, but yeah. yeah. Right, okay, we'll I can imagine that. that's probably the worst thing you could do. Yeah, we'll scratch that off. It might destroy their association with chocolate. It, like the, the it, it, it may tra- traumatise them in various different ways.
right. Right, okay, so this, this is why you need trained professionals like Rory that is in, who knows what he's doing. So apart from obviously being hypnotised to like Marmite, is there any other kind of... Um, benefits or things people will leave with that uh, after this experience with Marmite? Yeah, sure. I mean, the, the, the Marmite thing, obviously, that, that, that's the main thing. But as a kind of a take home point for these people who actually win the competition, they're going to, you know, realize firsthand the amazing things that they can do using the power of their mind when they can harness it using hypnosis. You know, so if they then want to go out and, you know, make some significant changes in their life, you know, whether it's a mood or a, you know, emotion or a habit that they have that they want to change, that's something that they are then more able to do. They can kind of get their foot in the door to make some positive changes. It's very cool. And what other kind of areas would you work with people on like what is it always kind of food related or trauma or situations I mean, you find yourself in? Different hypnotherapists work on, you know, various different topics. I am fairly broad in what I'll, I'll tend to work with. Um, and uh, the, the majority of stuff I do is more for fun, really at the moment. I, I started out doing hypnotherapy when I was younger, helping people with loads of stuff. Ended up working with lots of phobias actually, strangely enough. Um you know, helping people get over fear of spiders and dogs and birds and baked beans and weird <laughs> thing, <laughs> marmite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can you, you work with so much. You know, the smoking cessation is a highly popular weight management. That is, is one of the, the top ones in the UK that people go uh, to see a hypnotherapist for. But yeah, as you say, trauma as well. It can be really useful for trauma. And I know a lot of hypnotherapists who solely work with PTSD as well. Um, there's sports hypnotherapists out there who you know help people to achieve a lot more you know do, doing their whatever chosen sport they they use. Um, lots of famous athletes actually use a hypnotherapist, or there's a, there's a hypnotherapist on hand for big sports teams out there and Olympic teams as well. So it is definitely a very very popular used therapy. You suppose if you haven't got your head right, everyone else is just going to fall apart. That's very true. Yeah, 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 definitely. And like with with sports, you know, especially it's something that you know you can only train your body so much. Yeah, you can train mind game a lot longer, so it definitely helps there too. How much longer are the applications open for for this marmite competition? I think they're running it until they've got enough applicants in order to to whittle it down. I'm, I'm pretty sure we already have a large number of people, but yeah. we pretty much want as many as possible. Well, I know we will we will share the the link out to the competitions. Of there's anyone over here who fancies taking a trip over to London, um, if we're allowed in after. Brexit. Well, you know, that's we'll, true. We'll, we'll we see, might not be. We'll see what happens <laughs> over there. But um, listen, Rory Fulcher, thanks a million for popping on. Do you have a, a website or social media handles that people can uh, connect with you on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I mainly do the uh, online training stuff, you know, and so you can find all my details on Rory-Z.com, Rory-Z.com. Listen, Rory, thanks a million for popping on this evening and speaking to us. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.